0: Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line. Hi, this is Deborah Butler and welcome to my podcast, People Know Stuff. And today I am very happy to have really an old friend here and someone that knows a lot of stuff david woodsfellow david is a psychologist and actually david as i say knows a lot of stuff and the stuff that he's going to share with us is stuff about cycles in relationships david is in a relationship that he's been in quite some time and we've been in a relationship together as friends for quite some time. And I can attest to the fact that he knows how to speak to this topic, but he also wrote a book about it. And he specifically worked with couples in his practice as a psychologist. So David, welcome.
1: Thank you, Deborah. It's a pleasure to be here. Always fun to talk with you.
0: Yes. So David and I agreed that we are really here to have fun together. And he's going to have some fun telling us about cycles in relationships so david
1: well um here's what i want you to know which is no relationships are perfect relationships get very good but relationships can also have difficulty it just comes with the territory it's just it's like day and night it's like inhaling and exhaling sometimes things are good sometimes things are not it's just the way it is
0: and in fact david i i would almost ask when you say Relationships can be very good and are very good and they can be difficult. I I wonder if it's fair to say and they will be difficult.
1: I I think you're right. Um I, I think you're right. Oh, it's possible there are a few exceptions, but for almost everyone, relationships, especially important relationships like your lover, an intimate, close relationship, for almost everyone, they will be difficult. I mean, are there one exception out of a hundred thousand maybe i don't know but for most ordinary people yes they will be difficult so i spent my whole uh, career focused on these difficulties and it turns out there's a pattern to them and the pattern to the difficulty is called a cycle actually people call them vicious cycles that's a strong word but it means a negative cycle a cycle where things are not going well now that's not how relationships start Relationships start the opposite in a positive cycle where things are going really well. I act really well and it makes my partner feel really good. So they act really well and it makes me feel really good. And I act more wonderfully and they feel just ecstatic and they act wonderful. And that's how we get started. And that's called falling in love. And it's a love cycle where it's just loving actions and wonderful good feelings. A Disney would have you believe that that lasts happily ever after. Yeah. And it might for one or two people, but not for most people. For most people, that gets interrupted when things get bad. When someone feels bad or someone acts in a way that doesn't feel good to the other person. Well, the key to relationships is understanding those cycles and how to get out of them.
0: And even how to get into them because... Everyone wants to go to Disney.
1: Yeah, well, the key is how to get into your love cycle and how to stay in your love cycle as much as you can and how to get out of your fear cycle and stay out of your fear cycle as much as you can. And I think every couple's got one of each, at least one of each.
0: Yeah, how can they not? Because every person has that.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So the best way into figuring out your own cycle Uh, let's start with the bad one because that's the problem so if when you're in your good cycle you feel wonderful you don't have a problem nothing to think about but when you're in your bad cycle you feel bad and you know it so just imagine one of those like maybe the one you're in right now or in a previous relationship or something like that and let me help you figure it out so you can understand it so the first part that almost everyone knows is what is it your partner does that makes you feel so bad. Now, for some, it's something the partner does. And for others, it's something the partner doesn't do. So does your partner raise their voice? Does your partner not follow through? I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities. But there's something that bugs you that really feels bad to you. So that's an important thing to know. And by the way, most of us really know that well. We know that one. Part two.
0: Well, I might add that there may be
1: several things that Yes, do. there could. Absolutely. That's a really good point. So, uh, let's say there are several things. What what'll be most useful is if you focus on the worst. Got it. Or or let's say three or four of them clump together and they have something in common. I'd focus on that. Focus on the common thread or the worst the worst of these things. Cuz if you if you try to think about six at a time, you'll just get confused. So everybody got one picked? All right. Worst thing they do or don't do. Next. How's that make you feel? And we know the answer is bad. We know it's some kind of bad feeling. Could be a lot of different bad feelings. But often they are angry or hurt or scared. But you're going to have to find your own feeling, maybe embarrassed or unseen or invisible or frustrated. If you have more than one feeling, try to figure out the deepest one. So what they do, how you feel. Okay, so far so good. Now we get to the hard part. Now here's some news and sorry, just got to breathe deeply and get this. When they do that awful thing and you feel this awful way, I'm here to tell you that you react too. And you react on your bad days in a way that is not your best self. Everybody does, it's human. I'm not asking you what you do at your best. I'm not asking you what you do when you really feel just total love and peace and harmony. I'm asking, when they do something bad, you feel awful on your bad days, what's the worst thing you do? Now, you got to know this. It's something so crucial about you. Now, it's nothing you're proud of. Look, for me, I'll tell you, for me, I get angry. When I feel abandoned, I get angry. I don't like this about myself. I regret that it is true. I've learned to control it over the years, but that is my feeling. People withdraw, I feel abandoned, I get angry. Boom, boom, boom. And that is my worst contribution. It's understandable, no one would like to be abandoned. So this is something you gotta know about yourself and you gotta figure out about yourself. What's the worst thing you do when triggered in this kind of way? Hang in there, you gotta figure it out. And please don't say you don't do anything. (laughs) If you think you don't do anything, deep breath now, maybe the worst thing you do is blame.
0: Right. I laugh because I think if you think you don't do anything, you probably can find what you do by accusing your partner.
1: Accuse, Yeah. Yeah. If you can't see any fault in yourself, you see all the faults in them. That's why I called it blaming or you could call it accusing.
0: Yeah. What you're
1: usually accusing them of is the very thing you're doing. Well, maybe. Um, Maybe. That's one. That's called projection. But no, you you could be a Accusing them of something they're doing that you're not doing. You could be accusing them of the opposite. Sure. For instance, I said, I get angry. Well, my wife tends to withdraw. So when I accuse her of withdrawing, "Mm, no, it's not that I'm withdrawing. But here's the bad part. When I accuse her of withdrawing, she withdraws. Now, that's true for everyone. When you do your worst reaction, it creates the very problem you didn't like in the first place. This is a super big deal. I don't like my wife withdrawing. I feel abandoned. If I go ahead and get angry, she will just withdraw more. My reaction to try and solve the problem, don't withdraw, backfires big time. Okay, one more part to figure out. So my worst thing is get angry. Yours could be different. Yours could be withdraw. Yours could be controlling. Yours could be get manipulative. Yours could be blame. Yours could be placate. There's a lot of possibilities. When you do that worst thing, here's the hardest question now. How does that make them? And by the way, it's going to be a bad feeling. There's some bad feeling they have when you do your bad reaction. And you need to know that. And they might have told you a million times, or maybe they've never told you. So you got to figure out what you do that's bad and the bad feeling it makes in that. Now, if you figured out those two things, we are really close to understanding your cycle. So for me, when I get angry, my wife feels scared. And when she feels scared, you know what she does, right? She withdraws. Ooh. Then I feel abandoned, which makes me angry. So I get angry. So she feels more scared. And then she withdraws more. That's a cycle or a vicious cycle, or a fear cycle. And I'm here to tell you, everybody's got something. Might not be the same as ours. Might not have to do with anger and withdrawal. Might not have to do with fear and abandonment. It's got some actions and some feeling. Last question, though. Does this worst feeling of theirs lead back to the very thing they do or don't do? That is so difficult. Now, for me, that's true. When my wife feels fear, yes, she does my least favorite thing withdraw and that's what makes it a cycle that's why it keeps going around make sense sure i got you right so that's that's some of my main thing i want to talk about about cycles and and how they work and how we uh unfortunately participate in creating the very thing we don't like or said a good way if we will change our part we can change the cycle
0: Yeah, I hear what you're saying, that we need to identify the cycle and then change, take responsibility for the action that you engage in that uh, drives the cycle.
1: Absolutely, that's it.
0: And so I guess, you know, really exploring these questions um, are essential. And I've got to believe they shouldn't happen in a vacuum. They really have to happen with your partner because, you know, you want to feel like, hey, they're taking care of me too.
1: Well, certainly it's nice when both people are doing this together. It's certainly nice and it does feel mutual and it's very, very effective. In fact, when both people look at this, what happens is instead of getting irritated with each other, the two of them together realize that the cycle is their enemy.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. That we're we're not we're not enemies to each other. We're, if you will, enemies to the cycle. Um, and I just wonder, David, could you say a word or two about activating the the love cycle?
1: Sure, sure. Um, so quickly goes like this. Um, we just in the first cycle, the fear cycle, we talked about each person's bad feel. Well, they don't want to feel that way. So now turn that over and figure out how they do want to feel. My wife doesn't want to feel fear. She wants to feel safe. I don't want to feel abandoned. I want to feel love. You see what I did? I just flipped the bad feeling to wh- what does this person really yearn for? What's the feeling they want? Now, those two feelings are part of the love cycle. So now we get intentional. I say to myself, so what can I do to make her feel safe? And she says to herself, what can I do to make him feel loved? And we intentionally do things like that. So uh, one way I make her feel safe is protect her. Another way I make her feel safe is don't raise my voice. One way she makes me feel loved is all kinds of caring behaviors, uh, taking care of various things. Another way she makes me feel loved is give me compliments. Tell me, hey, good job. I love that.
0: Yeah, so I I hear you saying something really critical, maybe something that um, a lot of couples don't necessarily explore with each other. And that is the question of what do you want to And then from there, because we know that feelings really drive the show in many ways. um, So once you know what you want to feel, Then look at what are the various ways that we can help support you feeling that way. Um, And that seems like a really, you know, substantial note to kind of bring our conversation to a close, um, bearing in mind that, you know, even as I strive to help generate that feeling in you, we'll cycle down, you know, night will come. um, And uh, how will we get back out of it?
1: Right because whatever however it is a person wants to feel that's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be permanent and it's not going to be never changing the things we yearn for they all ebb and flow and we have more of it and then we feel the need for more i mean it's it's not you don't get to perfection and stay there these tend to be lifelong um needs
0: and cycles yeah. um for sure so i i got what i wanted to feel which we identified at the beginning of the show and that was a fun time with my friend david and uh thank you so much for being with me and sharing stuff you yeah want, david
1: you bet well this is fun and what a great project you got going here deborah thanks david
0: Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line.